Blog Talk Radio. Day tour presentation that he'll be giving um, in Ohio 
dealing with the science of manifestation, really dealing with the whole law of attraction, or what we know as the seven, today is known as the seven hermetic laws, which are nothing more but the laws of Tahuti, some ancient principles or how we can actually um, tap into them. That's what I like about Dr. Aleem is where we can actually get into the practicality of it and not and not stay inside of the theory aspect. So we're going to get into how we're going to tap into the law, that universal law of attraction, um, obviously how to tap into it, what it looked like. And like I said, the brother be here um up in Ohio for this upcoming weekend, Friday, if I'm not mistaken, tomorrow. He's in Cleveland, Saturday, Cincinnati, Sunday, you're in Columbus. So if you're listening to this and you can get to one of these three cities in the O uh, on, on these days, then let's, let's make it happen, man, because it's going to be uh, very live. In fact, in Columbus, Ohio, I have the pleasure of um, opening up for Dr. Arlene and going to ride the wave since he's getting into the law of attraction. Um, I'm going to show you what the seven bodies of light look like dealing with your aura and how I believe this is your personal law of attraction. So this magnetic force, this field that's around your body that's projected from your soul um, has a vibration. That vibration obviously correlates to a color. Then once we can get into a color, then we can get into a definition to show you overall what it's, what it's hidden for. The larger your aura, the larger and stronger your magnetic field is, which means it's probably a little bit more easier for you to attract the things that you want in your life based off the field. So I had this rare... Uh, it's not really rare, but a lot of people don't have it. In fact, I, I go on the record and say probably the only person in the state actually have it. It's like I only see these play, only see these type of technology when I go to Sedona. Uh, I have to be a real spiritual place. But nevertheless, man, we had a technology, the aura chakra um, technology, that not only grades your aura, but it's a 23-page report that you can get that will actually outline the energy on the left side of your body, the feminine side energy coming in, because that may be a different color from the energy on the right side of your body, the yang side, the energy that's going out. Um, the yin-yang level as far as your male-female energies is concerned. Sometimes your feminine energy can be on blue, but your masculine energy may be on red, all right, and some techniques, also some techniques to um to do to, to bridge that gap or bring these energy and, and energies in balance. One thing I noticed, too, is the things that you're thinking about and the things that you're actually doing, if they're not the same, like you want to do this, you want to do this, you want to do this, but you're living a life that's not doing it, that's not doing it, that's not doing it, you can create an imbalance in your body because your physical actions and your thoughts don't line up, okay? Um, I have two stress relaxation graphs that I'll show you if your body's in a relaxed state. One of my favorite um, gauges on on the software is the mind, body, and spirit graph. Obviously, it's three sectors, so to be balanced, you'd be pumping about 33% in each field, all right? Um, can gauge your emotions, can gauge your physical, your mental, your spiritual, um, and then also, I got another gauge on there. Your physical, your mental, your spiritual, oh, and your emotional bodies as well can get scored. And that's just phenomenal software, man, phenomenal software. So each of your seven chakras get an overall score, and then you get a total score at the end. All right, so if you're interested, man, definitely come out 
to um, definitely I'll be there in Columbus. I'm working on Cincinnati for Saturday, all right? But um, it's going to be off the hook, man. It's going to definitely be off the hook. If you need more information, man, you can call. Um, man, if you're in Cleveland, you can call 216-323-6155. Those of you that's in Cincinnati, the number is 513-212-2206, all right? And if you need the info for Columbus, that's 614-774-6070. It's only a $10 donation at the door. Again, we're talking about Dr. Eileen Bay in Cleveland tomorrow, February 21st, Cincinnati on the 22nd, Columbus on the 23rd. All right? Don't want to miss it. All right? So definitely, man, visit the website, myastrologycoach.com. Click on the events tab. Man, we are up and rolling. We are on the spring equinox. Registration deadline already passed, but you know how I do. I make it happen if you really want to make it happen, all right? So we got the uh, Big Easy Magic Tour in New Orleans from March 21st to the 23rd, all right? So we're going to check in on a Friday like we normally do, trying to get down there early so we can kick it on Friday night. But all day Saturday, we're just going to tour New Orleans. And Sunday, I'm going to take you to a, uh ancient spot where the mound builders we're getting it in that phenomenal observatory where they was looking at the stars, man. And I'm um, going to get into some things there. And that's going to be a phenomenal trip. The prime minister telling me that the world ain't going to really never be the same after he leaves uh, from New Orleans. Uh, it's a whole other side of that cat that y'all really don't know until y'all, y'all, y'all get to come on these trips um, with us and he tell you to put a mask on your face or something outlandish or you climb a mountain 2,000 feet in the air, and he's screaming to the archangel Michael at the top of his lungs. And the next thing you know, you hear rolling thunder, and ain't, ain't, ain't no rain coming, but it's just thundering all of a sudden. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we be having phenomenal times, man. But um, New Orleans is going to be off the hook because it's a magical city. As I explained, it's the only city that sits on the Mississippi River, which is a vortex, and the only city that not only does it sit on the Mississippi River, but it sits on the exact same parallel as the Sphinx and the Pyramid Complex in Giza. So really, New Orleans forms a 90-degree angle um, to Giza in the North Pole with the Mississippi, because anything on the Mississippi is a vortex of energy um, that approximately now sits 90 degrees west of our current prime meridian. We had the ancient cities of Memphis, in Tennessee, which is Minnefer, Cairo, Illinois, where the Mississippi and Ohio um, rivers meet, you know, uh, which is named after the city and, 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 and Kemet and everything. So this whole Mississippian energy uh, is, is a phenomenal energy. And New Orleans just represents a new or or is light. So it's a new place where light comes, where you bring the light and you bend the light from this particular um, um, geographical location. Very important. In the sphere of magic, everybody knows that uh, New Orleans is pretty much a twin of um, Haiti, okay, when it comes to what we call African spirituality. So ride with us, man. In fact, you can actually meet us there. I actually cover um, I cover the hotel and the transportation to the sites, but we do have a cheaper price if you just want to meet us there and you're going to take care of your own transportation, you take care of your own um, hotel stay, stay with some friends, family, whatever the case, you just uh, pay to participate in our grand ceremony on Sunday. Um, that's all you have to do, man. So we can make that we can make that happen for you. So it's on the website, myastrologycoach.com. 
just click on the events tab for more information. Uh, of course, click on the radio tab, man, because it's, it's always something going on on this channel. Uh, I know Keisha Dutero Tuesday, Casilda has a radio show on Saturdays called Conversations of Virtue. You mess around and hear a conversation with a real live pimp or something on that on that show. It's crazy. Brittany goes in. Uh, who we call Sister True, and she she goes in early morning Wednesdays, like 8 a.m. East Coast time, so you can actually get readings if you want to on Tuesday and on early morning Wednesdays. And then Fridays is um, the Astro Tarot Hour with myself and Keisha at 12 noon Eastern time where you can get a free reading. So that's tomorrow if you want a free reading at 12 noon. This upcoming Thursday, a week from now, the three wise men are on. we got the topic already, the prime minister pick. He said the topic is going to be on um, how has, pretty much how has social media affected the psyche of people, all right? So we're going to get into these cyber relationships and how it's just had an overall effect on the human um, psyche and whatnot. When you notice everybody got to be looking at their phone and doing something, even when you look at people that's out at dinner, they texting and not really paying attention and all this kind of stuff. So we're going to talk about that, man. So it's going to be a phenomenal Phenomenal topic because we have some interesting hardcore data, some stats to show you, uh, especially when it comes into the relationship field when you're dealing with technology and whatnot. So I hear my birds tweaking this because I got the light on, man, so they get active when I turn that light on and whatnot. So I'm going to have to turn it off so they can pipe it down and whatnot. And um, definitely visit the website. Click on the membership tab, man. Look at the Neuron Network. The Prime Minister got a phenomenal program that's available that starts March the 5th, so that's right around the corner. We're going to actually get into um, you being on your computer. You can actually see his computer. You can actually operate his computer. He has an interactive software that was designed by doctors, um, brain doctors to be exact, to increase everything dealing with your brain, to make your mind sharper, memory, mapping, uh, short-term memory, long-term memory, just everything, organizational skills, anything dealing with the human mind. He has a software where you will actually play these online interactive games. It gives you a score, and you will be able to chart your progress where you will be on it at least, at the very least, twice a week dealing with these games to improve your brain capacity. And you also will be doing some brain synchronization work looking at certain um, pieces of sacred geometry that is designed to open up certain pathways in your mind. Phenomenal program, phenomenal software. We've been running test runs on it. It's been fun. So look into that. It's on the membership tab on My Astrology Coach, and you can click on the Neuron Network. I got the Neptune Dream Institute. It starts about two days before that. Orientation is March 3rd. We're going to time it right around the Pisces new moon where each night when we go to sleep, you listen to a guided meditation where we will all link up together on the, in the dream world. Very, very important that we bridge our conscious mind to the subconscious and become aware. They call lucid dreaming, become aware of each other and the reality in the dream where we had traveled to, let's just say, the Great Pyramid, and we'd get the grand initiation by Tahuti, the high guy, and, you know, we we just be getting it in, man. It's going to be fun. Everybody will have a unique number, a number that follows you. Everybody has a number that follows them. You were assigned a certain number. Some people see 11, some people see 33, some people see 214, whatever. Everybody has a unique number. So you will bring that unique number because that's how we will identify you. And then in the meditation, people will be looking at, you know, a person with a, with a number tag around them. And then what's going to happen, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen in the future. 
you're not going to meet us at the pyramid because it's hard to tell yourself when you go to sleep at night, I'm going to the pyramid, and that's where you're actually going to be. You've got to train your mind to really do that. It, it takes some effort to become conscious while you're asleep, aware of your sleep, right? So but when you go to the store and somebody say, hey, mister, can you give me 11 cents, then you're going to know that that was Jew who, who actually linked over into your reality because that's his number. Numbers are universal symbols for consciousness. All right, so you would be you would have your own unique um, identification number to identify you in the quantum reality, man. And then we're just gonna really have some fun with it. One thing I'm going to do is start opening up a little bit more and showing people. A lot of people don't know that the angelic forces are really real forces, but what a lot of people don't know, they go by different names and different systems. But on your way, on your way, that first breath of life that you take out of the womb, there is an angel that is responsible to escort that breath of light, that spirit force that activates the soul that's responsible for escorting, let's just say, that spirit activation into this realm. There's another angel that's on deck on a specific watchtower, a celestial watchtower in the sky that is combating negative forces to ensure that you are being escorted into this realm safely. This is predicated upon the time of the birth, and I'm going to show you which two of these particular forces were designated to help you reach this reality. It's very important that we become more conscientious of these things so we can start to have a more grand experience. And this is why I go you know, anywhere we go, and, and it, it just happens. We can go to Serpent Mountain, and the snake will end up missing. We can go to Grandfather Mountain and, 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 and put the work in on the American flag, and then, and then four days later, a bald eagle would die, named Isis, to let you know that the mother goddess is rolling with the priesthood. Like, everywhere we go, we can go to Stone Mountain, banish, banish, banish a cloud off the mountain, and the next thing you know, there's an online petition surfacing talking about take the Confederate memorial off of the mountain. Everywhere we go, the Most High is there every single time, all right? So I'm telling you, we'll be going to the next level with the Neuron Network and the Neptune Dream Institute. You want to be there, all right? So you can check that out on my astrology coach and just click on the membership tab. Now, let's get into the good stuff where I go bring on the great Dr. Aleem Bay. Dr. Aleem, you here? Yes, greetings. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, yes. I can hear the both of you. Peace, peace. What's going on? Peace. How you doing? Man, I'm good, beloved. I'm good. How about yourself? Doing well, doing well. Ready to get on up there and um, get this, um, you know, get these blessings going. Yeah, you, yeah, man. It's showtime tomorrow. Right. It's showtime. It's showtime at the Apollo, man. So you are uh, you discussing universal law, um, uh, the law of attraction and whatnot. You know, what I want to do is I don't necessarily want to interview you. I would like for you just to go ahead and just take the floor and uh, tell the people what you're going to be building on, man, and you can just get into a short dissertation right here, right now, live on the spot. All right. Well, what we're going to be dealing with is, of course, the universe, the world, the world of attraction, the manifestation. And we shall basically break down some of the keys um, to the science of the mind. The mind, actually, the magic wand, you know. Um, wait, 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 hold, hold on. You sound kind of muffled. Are you on a speakerphone? Barely, barely. 
What about now? There we go. There we go. Right there. That's perfect. Sound better? Yes, perfect. All right. What I was saying was is that um, we're going to be dealing with universal law, laws of attraction and manifestation, and taking us, basically taking people through the keys um, of the science of the mind in which they're going to be dealing with um, the potency of the various states of consciousness and how to use the breath in order to tap into those seven levels of consciousness, interpersonal consciousness, intrapersonal consciousness, life consciousness, subconsciousness, superconsciousness, magnetic consciousness, and infinite consciousness. That's what it is. So are we going to actually do some breathing exercises while you're there? Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, So we're going to be going into um, the average 18 breath a minute, you know, to 9 to 7.5 to 6 to 4.5 4.5 to 3 to 1, um, in which that mm-hmm. symbolizes the connection to those seven stages of consciousness in which that we just broke down. Um, mm-hmm. So at magnetic consciousness, we're talking about three breaths a minute, which is simply breathing in for 10 seconds, out for 10 seconds, in for 10 seconds, out for 10 seconds, in for 10 seconds, out for 10 seconds. Um, that's one minute or 60 seconds or three breaths in one minute. So um, mm-hmm. we're going to be going through that. Um, that is one of the keys in which that when people watch The Secret um, is not being revealed is the science of breath and how the breath acts as the mediator between, you know, your lower nature, you know, with his desires, his wants, his needs, and um, how to um, help project it and manifest it you know, by via, you know, the higher self, you know. So we're going to take people through that particular uh, realm of consciousness and also how to tap into the higher self and also how to help manifest what you really want here on the planet Earth and what you really need. Um, of course, mm-hmm. um, as the old saying goes, you know, Christian as well as Islamic, you know, if you take one step, you know, God takes two, or within Islam, you know, you take one step, God takes ten. So um, either or, you know, you have to put some work in, you know, you have to um, sweat by the, as they say, of your eye, of your eyebrows, you know, which that really was talking about, the activation of your pineal gland. So, you want to be able to work that as much as possible, as you were um, talking about a little bit earlier, you know, about the activation of the pineal gland. We'll go through the various sounds that you, um, um, you know, in which that helps activate the crown chakra, the third eye, as well as the throat um, chakra, as well as the other chakras, but those three in particular, because those are the three higher um, centers in the body, melanated centers. And so with those areas being activated, as well as also the medulla omnigata, um, which is the back of the head, the mouth of God area, in which that is known as the spirit door, um, which means knowledge, um, which takes you through the backside of the Goetia or the tree of, of um, knowledge and good and evil, which is known as um, the tunnels of set, you know, which that is connected to 22 tunnels. What all of that symbolizes is the fact that with the third eye activated, which is actually the first eye, and when you look at a book called Nutricize, written by um, Layla Africa, Dr. Layla Africa, on page 15, he has a picture of the pineal gland at the cerebral fluid in the third ventricle, in which that right above the pineal gland, there's look like a galaxy-like cloud on which that is hovering over the pineal gland. Um, actually, that is Peru, you know, um, the abode of Peru, um, 
within what is called the cable Brahma, within the Sanskrit. Um, Awaken, it is Krishna, the ninth incarnation of Vishnu, which is the fish, you know, which, of course, Jesus' symbol is that of the fish from 2,000 years ago, um, based on Christianity, uh, which is nothing more than the, um, the Piscean vesica, you know, turned sideways, which actually is the vagina, in which that symbolizes um, the place in which that all humanity, you know, and mankind comes from, you know, it's from the womb. Um, as um, Dr. Ben always said, you know, heaven is between the legs of the black woman, you know, and so what all that really means is that not only is the woman, you know, was the woman here first in regards to the structure of the human body, you know, and that can be shown within, you know, less than six weeks within home of the woman, there's male or female, they both, um, both genders look nearly identical at that um, time period in which that is feminine in likeness, you know, so once we understand, you know, what we really tap it into, which, of course, the woman is the physical epitome of um, triple stage darkness, which is the universe itself, which is within the Kabbalah, is known as Ein Sof and Ein Sofi-er, um, which are also three stages of Ein, in which that Ein symbol within Hebrew and Arabic, you know, the 16th and the 18th letter within Hebrew and Arabic, that letter is just one eye, one singular eye. And so it's no coincidence that in Matthew, the sixth chapter, the 22nd verse, it says, Jesus said, if your eye be single, then your whole body would be filled with light. So we're going to teach you how to bring forth light, store light in your physical body so that you can harness, you know, um, your magic, your thought. You 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 have to amp you have to you have to have energy to amplify um, your thoughts because energy follows thoughts. So what you need to bring into existence, you have to accumulate quite a bit of energy, you know, to do so. Um, one of the storage places is the third eye. Another place is the heart. Another place is the navel, or directly uh, about two inches in and two inches below that area of the navel. And you store energy, or what is called prana or chi or ki energy, into those three areas. It amplifies your consciousness, the healing effect upon the physical body, um, as well as also um, it helps with production of hormones. In particular, at the navel, you have your adrenal glands directly on the opposite side, kidneys, which symbolizes the water element. Then, of course, you have at the heart, the lungs, the heart, as well as also the thymus gland. And then, of course, at the third eye, you have um, your pituitary gland, in which that beams off this white light onto um, the pineal gland, in which that activated, in which that gives um, forth the opening of that seventh sealed in which that book of Revelation speaks about, which is that of the crown chakra. So, you know, these are just some of the things that we're going to be going over. We're going to be showing you the various Qigong, um, Tai Chi movements in which that correlates to it, the reflexology, the acupressure, um, the particular mudras, hand positions, um, 
how to bring energy bump by utilizing pranic healing as well as also Reiki, Ushi Reiki, Tibetan and Shekel Reiki, which is called the Kemetic or Egyptian Reiki. Um, it's go, we go into everything that we possibly can as far as um, showing people how to uh, magically, you know, do this, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, man. That's what it is. That's what it is, man. Let me ask you this. When, um, um, some people would be like, how can this change the world? When, when we look at it, like when people try to look at it mm-hmm. in the context of liberation uh, or, or right. empowerment as a people, Ali Bay, how does this change the world, brother? Well, by mastering yourself, I mean, um, then you know the limits in which that you would go go to. You would know um, the things in which that you believe in and concretely establish within yourself and within your mind, in your own being. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The purpose of meditation is to be able to um, help. In any event or situation, if there's some type of emotional trauma or drama in which that takes place, um, a good breath technique will actually help with calming you down and helping with the promotion of hormonal balance in which that when you are angry or upset or disappointed, um, anger is known to be stored within the liver. And metaphysically, Mm -hmm. Anger can actually shut down your immune system for six hours. Just one minute outburst of anger. You know, so once we understand, you know, that everything is about the mastery of the breath of life, you know, everything else comes, you know, to the forefront as far as, you know, the manifestation as well as um, a higher IQ or being able to memorize what is called photographic memory or whatever the case Mm -hmm. is. All these things come by way of mastering the medium which is the breath itself, in which that Jesus is the word made flesh, and he symbolized the um, the breath of life, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you read, um, I think it's in Second Corinthians um, thirty five sixteen, something like that, um, it states specifically that you know Jesus Christ is within us, and if this is the case, then you know really what we're talking about is the breath of life. We're not talking about an anthropomorphized character from two thousand years ago whether black or white, you know, um, it's talking about how the breath can actually take you to the highest of heights and put you back into God's status. Again, that was the whole morality, the whole um, science behind the New Testament, you know, with, um, you know, putting shoe in between Yahweh, in which that becomes the word Yahshua, you know, which is the Aramaic or, you know, Hebraic name of Jesus, you know, but the chemic connection is that the word shoe is the ancient comedic term in which that means personification of air. It's no coincidence that in the book 777, the um, um, the, basically the um, occult writings of Alice Crowley, um, in that particular book, um, he speaks of geomantria or the numerology, Hebrew numerology is 777 being, um, excuse me, 888 being connected to, um, 888 being connected to, um, Jesus Christ, that, you know, based on numerology, that is Jesus Christ. 
So when we look on the periodical chart, just like everybody did with 666 and came to the realization, well, that's six, six protons, six neutrons, six electrons, and they stopped being scared of the number six um, because the mm-hmm. 666 symbolized the flesh itself. Well, 888 symbolized a portion in which that composes and holds the physical body together, or the 666, which is the 888, which is eight protons, eight neutrons, eight electrons, in which that is oxygen. You know, so mm-hmm. oxygen, the insulation and the exhalation, is what actually composes and holds the physical body together. And that's why um, Atum produced two aspects of himself, Shu being the first begotten son, just like Jesus was called the first begotten son within the Bible, you know, um, or the only begotten son, you know, um, according to um, John 3.16. Well, Shu um, was the same. You know, Shu was the first begotten son, you know, and the only begotten son, of of Atum, you know, but Shu had a sister by the name of Tefnut, you know, in mm-hmm. which that um, they produce Gab and Newt, and then Gab and Ost, Nebhet, and Set. And of course, Osar and Nebhet produce um, Anpu or Anubis, and Osar and um, Oset, um, excuse me, um, yeah, and Oset produce Heru. So Osar and Nebhet produce. Anubis the Ampu and Osar Set produced Heru. So we understand how this took place. And those Agandas, which is known as the eight deities or Netarus, actually is talking about the eight dividing cells of mitosis, which is the cellular division in which that took place in order to form the physical body into existence. And it was based on that number eight again. Um, we went over a list. If you use the 26 letters of the um, of the English alphabet, um, two plus six is eight. And then, of course, if you take the word Ilion, if you take the word God, if you take the word um, Adonai, if you take the word Elohim, if you take the word Elah, all of these words mm-hmm. come to the number eight. Showing that number eight, you know, symbolizes, you know, um, the names of God in that sense. Um, you can even take Yahweh and um, Yahivahi, you know, all the letters of the Tetragrammaton, and they come to the number eight again. So everything goes back to the number eight, in which that symbolizes the eight divine cells of mitosis, in which that form the physical body in existence, but also the eighth element on the periodical chart, which is oxygen, which has eight protons, eight neutrons, eight electrons. So everything is going back to the science of breath. Not only does it hold your physical body together, we know that because... When a person is dead, what is it that we see that stops? They breathe. They they stop breathing. So, right. um, and then what happens? Decomposition. You start to decompose. Mm-hmm. So obviously it's the breath in which that keeps the physical body together. So if you want to stay healthy, then that means that you have to learn the science of breath. Because the more that you do it, the more um, your body is refined and the more um, oxygen the cells get in which that helps with the manifestation. As a matter of fact, those eight dividing cells of mitosis are the cells in which that never changes in your whole in your own body your whole life. Every other, um, over seven years, every single cell in your body besides for eight changes. So every, so, every seven, so every seven years, 76 trillion cells in your body changes. You know, mm-hmm. but those eight remain the same. These are the same eight in which that, um, matter of fact, these eight are within... 
the sacral bone area in which that the Kundalini, um, in which that is part of that Kunda gland, as it is called, you know, within the man is near the prostate gland, within the woman is near um, what is called the G-spot, you know. So um, that, that area is what stimulates that, that, that upswelling of energy called Kundalini, in which that give us that internal power, you know, that is the energy in which that we got accumulated from our ancestors, you know, being seven mm-hmm. generations on our mother's side and seven generations on our father's side. So um, these 14 generations, we are a concentration of, you know, right here and right now of those memories. So not only do we have to eliminate the memories of the ancestors, you know, in which that we are composed of, but also of our past lives or, re- you know, former reincarnations or incarnations, as well as the problems which that we have to deal with in this incarnation. So mm-hmm. there's a lot to master become an avatar or an immortal being that there's a lot of trauma and a lot of dramas in which that you have to go through in which that some of the psyche residue is not even yours. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. you know, so that you can have a clear path of what is known within Islam as Slaughter Musta King on a straight and narrow path or um, you know, or Tao, you know, as it is called, the way. You have to be able to understand that, you know, or the deen, you know, also within Islam, you know, which means the way or religion or whatever the case, um, case is, you know, or how to realign yourself once again. And everything is through the science of breath, um, you know, and so that's one of the aspects that we're going to have to bring to this lecture is um, teach people those particular sciences because a lot of our people breathe too shadowly. They don't understand that um, it's the breath in which that um, helps with the production of new cells in the body. You know, the insulation, the, the, um, what you breathe in, the oxygen that you're breathing in, you know, um, helps with the structuring of the cells, of also of your organs, of your glands, which is dealing with the hormonal balance with your circulatory system, your lymphatic system, being that your lymphatic system don't have a pump like the heart pumps through for the, for the circulatory system. The thymus gland, which sits directly above the heart, is supposed to pump the lymphatic system in order to help eliminate waste. But however, at the age of 13 or so, going through puberty, begins to atrophy, start to shrink. And therefore, mm-hmm. one of the things within Qigong or Tai Chi, what we do is tap on that area 25 times, three times a day on the thymus gland in order to help reactivate it so that it can do its job in order to eliminate the toxins, poisons, and waste material from out of the body via um, the liver and the body, and then, of course, to the digestive system, you know. So these are the things that we have to understand. And so we're going to teach people these sciences of Qigong and Tai Chi, Reiki, Pranic Healing, and take them through the station course so that they can start having something much more greater, a whole different aspect of outlook, you know. So that's what we can do um, for the people, and that's the reason why this information is important, you know, um, in order to, you know, comprehend at this particular time period. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, that Qigong is real, folks. I'm going to show you when I come out um, my presentation. I'm going to actually show, and I've put it on Facebook so many times from last year. Um, and, and last month, when I get on, if I get on the aura chakra machine, I fell. 
But if I do 30 minutes of Qigong, I pass every single time. And if I do Qigong daily, I won't even fail uh, when I get on the aura machine the next day because I'll already be flowing. So it's real. I'm going to actually show you all cause and effect, and you all got to come on out um, to get on the aura chakra machine and hear this information and get the practical application. Speaking of health, Doc, um, give the people your uh, background dealing with herbs or any form of health, and then also give us some real-life health cases that you actually, for lack of a better word, let's just say you cured. And then I want to ask you a question right. about health as well. Right. Well, I taught the individuals how to um, cure themselves or how to heal their bodies. Um, I give a good example. I had two sisters who came into my bookstore, the same one that you came into years ago, um, in which uh-huh. that one was dealing with liver cancer and um, another one was dealing with breast cancer. And they both were diagnosed. And so they figured that they would have to get on, you know, get on to something natural real soon before it goes into the various stages, especially then one stage on four. But um, I regiment of um, yellow dock, burdock, um, as well as also chaparral, golden seal, patiaco, you know, and within actually within six weeks, both of them went back to, you know, the hospital got their tests, and their tests came back negative. Um, Mm -hmm. Another sister recently had breast cancer, but she was being told by the doctors that there was nothing wrong with her, but yet she had swelling of the breast, and they was aching real bad. She couldn't even lay on on her stomach. Um, They was hurting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, my wife sent her some, some what we call chemware, you know, um, which is the south, and which that she put on her breast, and within actually just nine days, the cancer was pulled out, you know, and mm-hmm. she took what was left of the cancer, took it to the doctors, and they looked at it under the um, microscope and determined that it was cancer, you know, and uh-huh. so they was like, oh, no, we got to go and do surgery, and she was like, why? It's out. That's what I just bought uh-huh. you, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. um, so... Plus, I pulled some out of my breast, too. Cancer. Wow. So it worked. Yeah, no doubt. And um, as well as also, um, people can go to our website, com and go to the Herbs and the Health. We have a whole section of reviews of people who have taken our herbs in which that, mm-hmm. you know, um, when they look, you know, at the comments, you know, the comments goes into, you know, how we have helped them. And it's got to be almost probably about maybe 15, 20 comments um, that's right there right now. We have several more that we have to um, post up, but there's about 15, 20 of them that's right now that people can look at on the Herbs and Health page of www.drlemailbay.com in which they, mm-hmm. they can see, um, you know, how we are helping the people as well as also um, I have an actual degree in herbology. I'm a licensed naturopath. Um, also... Um, was a student, um, a natural, uh, actually a natural health um, consultant, um, in which that I took courses at um, Stafford um, University, as well as also at Emmanuel University. I graduated with a um, herbalist degree, you know, as well as also mm-hmm. a doctorate in metaphysics, 
and also I have a doctrine um, in divinity. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know it's just it's just you know showing forth, and also I have a um, well, I'm certified Reiki um, practitioner, healer, master teacher. Um, Reiki three level in Ushi Reiki in Tibetan Reiki as well as also in Shekel Reiki. You uh-huh. know, um, I'm mm-hmm. also um, a pranic healer instructor. Um, one, two, and three uh, master level in that as well as also um, a Qigong instructor. Um, taught under um, Master Sanyata Saraswati. Um, Grandmaster, 10th degree, um, Black Sash, you know. Um, so, you know, we definitely qualify. We're just, you know, trying to get the information out into the people before they can, you know, start um, knowing right. how to heal themselves. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I had a sister maybe about mm, two to three radio shows ago that I was on. Um, a sister called me and... She said she had um, her. She was talking about the unconditional love for for that her, her mate shows her. But she said she was very honest and open, and it was amazing. But she said she had herpes. What do you prescribe for that? Yeah, well, I mean, what we can do is suggest you know several herbs. Um, golden seal is known as the cure all herb. If there's something that you don't know what's going on with your body, then golden seal would be the herb in order to turn to. Um, you will want to do it in two weeks increments, lay off a week, and then start back up with another two weeks and do it like that. Um, so you will want golden seal, chaparral, burdock, yellow dock, a little bit of cayenne pepper, potioko. You know, um, these are blood cleansing herbs, you know. They are blood cleansing herbs and also yellow dock if I didn't say yellow doc, but these are the blood cleansing herbs in which that normally, um, like, for example, we have various different things on our website in which that deals with that. We have the blood cleansers. You also have cancer remedy. We also have um, Tantra man or Tantra woman. We have weight loss, you know, in which that, you know, deals with kelp and bladder rack and iris moss and all the um, sea vegetables that help, you know, which that helps eliminate um, fat around the midsection as well as also, um, you know, fat pockets, you know, on the buttocks and the legs and thighs, you know, with the women and so forth and so on, you know. Um, so we have various, you know, herbs, you know, which that helps, you know, deal with those types of things. As a matter of fact, we have a whole listing of herbs There's about, probably about maybe 50 some odd herbs we have the pictures of them and actually what they do for the individual right there on the website and I know another good one is Hasip which is real good for blood cleansing another mm-hmm. one is um, Corella which is good for um, herpes matter of fact this test in which that has been done on herpes in which that um, it is Corella actually kills the herpes virus as well as also um, hydrogen peroxide, thirty-five, well, eight to thirty-five percent food grade. You know, 
Um, so these are the things in which that people can definitely um, check out. On the website, we also have the One Miracle Cure, in which that deals with the hydrogen peroxide and how you can just do that on a daily basis, and that kills a lot of the anaerobic bacteria and um, viruses and worms and, and um, pa- um, parasites within the body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Health and the law of attraction. Can one eat whatever they want to eat, or is, is it like... Is it blood type specific? Is it is it a personal thing? Should everybody be vegan, or could anybody eat what they want to eat? And this is just a mental. It's all about what you think. What is, what is your viewpoint on dietary law? Well, the first thing is that they have to realize um, the foods in which they eat and how does it affect the body? Do you feel energy from eating it? You know, so you have to feel the subtleness of the food when you're eating it, and sort of there's any transfer of energy between the food in which um, that you're eating and between your cellular structure. If you don't feel a boost of energy from the food, then you should not be eating it. I mean, that's just the way in which that it, um, that it is. You know, um, I give a good example. If you're talking about the blood types, um, O blood type, the oldest blood type, O negative in particular, and then, of course, you have B blood type, you know, which is balanced blood, and you have A blood type, Agarian, as well as also um, AB blood type, which is Agarian and balanced blood mix. Now, O blood type is the oldest, which is, dates back over 300,000 years. You have um, A blood type, which dates back over 20,000 years, and B blood type that dates back over 13,000 years during the last ice age, and AB blood type that just came about 2,000 years ago. All right? Um Based on Peter Diamant, um, Diamaro, um, he stated in the book How to Eat Right for the Four Basic Blood Types, he speaks specifically about um, how old blood types um, can eat um, more coarse food, all right? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't necessarily agree so much with him because mm-hmm. I'm old blood type, you know, and meat just doesn't, you know, do the body very well, at least not the meats in which that is out here um, nowadays mm-hmm. specifically, you know, and um, a lot of this stuff is GMO'd, and so it would be best um, to try to replace the proteins in which that the old blood types need with natural proteins such as um, Corella, spirulina, you know, which actually has, um, Corella itself has, you know, 30% more protein in it than a steak. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so if you um, take a big heaping teaspoon of Corella and mix it in your juice, you actually are getting more protein than what you would um, out of eating a, um, you know, a, um, I think about a three or four ounce um, steak. So mm-hmm. since that is the case, you know, it is, you know, it behoove us to turn back to sea vegetables, you know, such as Corella. Um, such as Irish sea moss, bladder rack, kelp, etc. Especially if you're old blood type, because old blood types have a tendency of having to deal with issues dealing with the um, thyroid gland, you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, these particular sea vegetables help balance that out. Now, a blood type is for those in which that come from a mountainous or high up area, um, altitude, um, like a mountain or a hillside or whatever the case is, and um, 
actually a blood types isn't even supposed to be eating any meat at all. They actually also want in which that it's supposed to be prone to be um, vegetarians or vegans, you know, or fruitarians. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. it'll be best for them um, not to eat any meat at all, period, you know, um, anyway, because their digestive system, they have the least amount of juices in the digestive system compared to the other um, blood types. Um, mm-hmm. Blood type, um, you know, can be more of a vegetarian in the sense that um, over, they might be able to eat a little bit of dairy um, possibly, you know, um, based on what Peter was saying. Um, he stated that, you know, that they can might eat some eggs or um, a little bit of dairy products, but um, not in access because even then um, dairy can turn into, um, of course, um, high mucus within the body. I wish that, um, you know, you would have to, you know, come into some other type of science of cleansing. Um, like, for example, apple cider mm-hmm. vinegar is one of the things which that is good in order to eliminate um, excessive um, mucus in the body. Um, cayenne pepper is excellent for that. Casagara, uh, fenugreek, mm-hmm. you know, slippery elm, you know, marshmallow root, you know. Um, and then, of course, you have AB blood type, in which that is the um, mixture between and balanced blood, in which, that, like I said, is 2,000 years old, in which that is the newest blood type on the planet. And, um, you know, they are basically vegetarian also. You know, vegan, vegetarian, in the same sense. You know, um, mm-hmm. they don't prosper much. You know, from um, eating any type of meats. So mm-hmm. really, right now, truthfully, no blood type can deal with, you know, the meats in which that is being produced. You know, from these manufacturers. You know, and mm-hmm. can't even deal with the seeds in which that is being produced. You know, by Monsanto or Terminator seeds or what is called GMO. You know, right. and which that 70% of the products in the stores now, you know, are GMO, you know. So um, the best thing is try to go to Whole Foods and try to get the best um, foods that you can possibly get. Organic is the best, of course. The water, most important, being that we 75% water, brain is 90% water, um, spinal column 85% water, liver 82% water, you know. And so 75% water overall in aquatic being, um, we need water in which that is at least 7.4 pH balance, or what's called power mm-hmm. hydrogen balance, in order to make sure um, cause that equals the blood and the plasma, you know, within a 7.4. So we need that, mm-hmm. you know, and so the best thing is probably some type of spring water in which that, um, you know, as far as, you know, bottled waters right now, um, you got 10 um, bottled water, and you also have um, Essentia bottled water. Um, mm-hmm. You know, those are high alkaline lists, but just like um, if you take a lemon or lime and key lime particularly and squeeze that within our water, you know, um, that water becomes um, alkaline to about 9.5 or to 11, you know, and so... Oh, but squeezing the lime in the water? Right, lime in the water. In key lime, particularly, they're the smaller limes, in which that is the most natural. Um, but if you take a lemon or lime or key lime and squeeze that in the water on, um, in the mornings or before you go to sleep, about three hours before you go to sleep, um, it gets rid of excess mucus also in the body. And because of the high vitamin C content, 
it helps with the circulatory system and the digestive system um, and the lymphatic system to help eliminate and also help with the um, cells um, being rejuvenated. So mm-hmm. vitamin C is very good, you know, coming from that natural source, you know, citrus, you know, and which that all of us, you know, all the blood types actually can benefit from, you know, as far as um, that is concerned with higher alkaline or um, higher alkalinity, um, in particular AB types being that they have the least amount of um, gastric juices, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, gotcha, man, I gotcha. I'm on your website now. The whole full of information, the website is Dr. Aleem, L-E-L-B-E-Y.com, a whole host of information. He actually showing you the actual, what the herbs look like. This is phenomenal, man, where people can actually see it for themselves. Um, take me to the, the laws of attraction. Um, in particularly, what, what, what is your, out of the seven laws, what we call, what they now known as the hermetic laws, the seven laws of Tahuti, what is Dr. Aleem's favorite law, if you had to pick one, and why? Um, uh, mentalism. The first one, mentalism, in which that the all is mind and everything in the universe is mental, or everything in the universe is energy. You know, um, you know that 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 is the supremacy of everything in which that we that we are actually talking about. You know, is is how the energy, you know, how that energy with you as a you know as a person or a natural person you know um what do you feel you know from the technique or from the methods in which that you were just taught you know so or from the food or from the water in which that you just drunk or ate you know so these are things in which that we have to ask ourselves you know um and that's how we begin to start getting a bodily response you know it's like what you were saying about you know being able to go into your sleep and be lucid you know, mm-hmm. or what is going on, and that will help also with the manifestation um, process because mm-hmm. everything happens first on the astral plane before it gets to the ethereal or to the physical. So if you can actually control the astral aspect, which is through, like you said, the dream state, being a lucid dreamer, and actually um, say what you want there, then actually what you want there can actually manifest here. Because it's just like rain falling from heaven or the 300,000 tons of stardust energy falling to the planet of death. What is up must come down. So um, correspondence also is part of that in which that deals with as above, so below, as within, so without. That is part of the seven laws, Tahuti or Hermitra Majestis, is correspondence. And of course you have rhythm, vibration. You have gender, which is sex. You have polarity. Mm-hmm. You know, um, as well as also you have cause and effect or what is called karma. So those are the seven laws of Tahuti, you know. And, of course, we know the, um, the law of cause and effect. You know, Christians say it all the time. What goes around comes down. You reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we understand that one um, probably more so than anybody else on the planet. You know, mm-hmm. this is why we're probably the most peaceful people on the planet. We'd rather do damage to ourselves than do damage to anyone else. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Let me, let me ask you this. What or who 
is God? Well, I mean, when we look at the word God, the word God is a German word in which that comes to word good, in which that basically is how we get the word good from, um, in which that, you know, perceptionally, it means something in which that goes in our favor. So um, we would like for God to um, be definitely in our favor. I mean, that's the way in which that we was taught in Christianity. You know, God may not be there when you want him to, but he's right there on time. You know, um, so, you know, we always want God in our favor. You know, and so um, God itself is the mind, you know, the higher self, the highest aspect of yourself, you know, mm-hmm. when you're thinking properly, you know, when you are able to um, be conscious of what is going on. We call it infinite consciousness, all right, which is that one breath a minute, which if you breathe in for 30 seconds and then breathe out for 30 seconds, that's one breath a minute. And therefore, that's when you reach God or your higher self you know, which is um, nothing more than you, you know, mm-hmm. and you realize that you are harnessing a vessel or this particular fleshly body or this spaceship, you know, this mm-hmm. flesh is what that actually is. But you yourself is that entity in which that, uh, once you reach that level, you understand exactly what's going on, you know, mm-hmm. or all those have been pulled away from you by that time. So when people actually experience a great event in their life, whether they pray for something, uh, no matter what it is, they, they, they get what they're looking for. There is no is – that, is, that, is that result coming from an independent God outside of themselves that is the creator of the world and the universes? Or is that what you just said, their higher self, they vibrated so high that they were able to get the result because it's the God inside the self? Or, 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 or are they both the same? This independent God outside of the body is also a God that's within self. Well, the mind, put it this way, being that we're talking about the infinite consciousness and we're talking about um, your mind, your mind actually spans the whole gambit of the 76 quintillion miles of the universe. So your mind is the universe in miniature form. So yes, the the universe appears to be outside of you. The thing that's in the universe right here with you right now, um, physical structure, you know, via the mind is hence the brain. And so the brain um, actually gives you access to all of those particular areas of the universe. So yes, anytime that you need um, something to know about, whether it's from the Akashic Records or Universal Library, you know, or as we say, the ancestral data bank or whatever term that we want to refer to it as, um, you can definitely um, consciously go into those particular levels by simply controlling your breath, in which that will lead you into those areas. If, like I said, if you want to go into the subconscious, then you will breathe six breaths a minute. If you want super consciousness, 4.5 breaths a minute. You want magnetic consciousness, you three breaths a minute. You want infinite consciousness, one breath a minute. So by you utilizing these various breath techniques, you can reach these particular levels. And um, so not only is the universe apparently outside of you, but it's also inside of you. You know, you are the, mm-hmm. you know, you are the microcosm of the macrocosm. So there's mm-hmm. nothing that's outside in which that does not exist within you already. So mm-hmm. once you realize that, then you will understand intergalactic travel and not travel in the sense in which that the European is trying to leave planet Earth or go to the Mars or Moon or wherever, you know, wherever else they plan on going. 
you know, you will understand that intergalactically you can get to those places um, quicker, um, you know, than they can by ships. You know, you can actually uh-huh. go there mentally. Um, one form is called remote viewing. Another form is called astral travel or astral projection. Another form is called soul travel. So it depends uh-huh. on which way that you want to do it, you know, based on the techniques. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Which, which seems like the, the less you breathe, the higher your consciousness becomes. The more you breathe, the more, I guess, exactly. more. Exactly. So, so, so when athletes, physically they look good, they're in shape, and they're running up and down courts or running up and down fields, they got the physical physique that look like, you know, we would say they're in shape, but they're breathing faster. Are, 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 right. are, is, is there a compensation that's taking place? That the physical body is now only really buff and strong because it's done at the it's done at the compensation of um, spiritual enlightenment in a sense. Yeah, because at 18 breaths a minute or faster, you're hyperventilating yourself, and that's actually tapping you into the reptilian portion of the brain, which is based on survival, fight or flight. So that is what mm-hmm. you would need if you're you know running, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But if you're not running and you're doing something slow or relaxing like Qigong or Tai Chi, in which that you focusing on being graceful and getting your positions right, moves right, um, feet and hands coordinated or whatever the case is, then, of course, you know, lowering the breath will help tap into the memorance, you know, of mm-hmm. um, everything, you know, in that regard. And that's necessary mm-hmm. at that time period is when you're doing, you know, um, that type of thing. But if you are running, then, yeah, you do have to hyperventilate yourself and breathe faster because that taps into that reptilian portion of the brain or that brain stem, you know, in which that is the reptile in which that that's the primal brain, you know, that mm-hmm. everything is based on fight or flight, you know, so they run in, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Explain the difference between Qigong and Tai Chi. Um, Qigong is more so hand movement, arm movements, as compared to Tai Chi being uh, more so not just the hands and arms, but also the feet and legs mm-hmm. um, being incorporated. Mm-hmm. That's the best way in order to um, break it down. Um, both mm-hmm. deal with the same aspect, and that is channeling um, prana energy. Um, actually, during the majority of the move in Qigong and Tai Chi, you will have to pull up your anal muscles. Um, and also with the tongue being locked up um, behind the teeth in order to allow the prana, the chi, or key energy in which that you are bringing down into you to remain within you and not leak out the body. So that's one of the mm-hmm. things in which that is not told in a lot of the um, qigong or tai chi classes that I've seen is that the individual will have to pull up. When they inhale, they have to pull up their anal muscles in order to make sure that the energy stays within them. Mhm. Mhm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Thank you. When one takes your three-month course, um, you see Qigong, Tai Chi, Reiki, Reflexology, Tantra, Kriya Yoga. I'm gonna to have to get into that a little bit before we open the lines. Uh, herbology. Uh, three months. What are we walking away with? What will? What should we expect? What should we be able to do after we leave um, um, your course? Well, number one, you'll be proficient in metaphysics. You'll be proficient in pranic healing. 
Um, mm-hmm. That's basic pranic healing as well as also advanced pranic healing, dealing with colors, um, being able to project colors upon an individual or client. Um, as well as also you'll be proficient as a Reiki master teacher or practitioner um, within Reiki, Reiki 1, 2, and 3, as well as also the various forms of Reiki, at least three of them, Ushi Reiki, Tibetan Reiki, and Shekel Reiki. And also you'll be proficient within Qigong um, 1, you know, in which that um, there's three levels, yeah, one, two, and three, but um, we go through the basic level and also of um, some Tai Chi, you know, um, of course, mostly dealing with meditation and breathing um, modalities, such as the alternate nostril breath technique, or known as known as um, the Anuma Valoma, um, as well as also um, healing techniques, you know, mm-hmm. um, the Peruvian healing um, technique, um, the Macabre uh, forming. Um, um, we got 18, 24, and 28 breath techniques for the Macabre. Um, that's coming from the Flower of Life uh, meditations through Javalo Malchizedek, in which that, um, I also um, was trained in that um, from about 12 years ago now. So, I mean, they're going to go through a lot of information over the, you know, three um, months on which that they're going to be certified within some of the various arts. So they can um, take that, um, add together their affidavits or whatever they need, take it down to the Register of Deeds, put it on the public record, go to the IRS in order to um, get licensed as a naturopath, um, in order to do your um, healing energy work you know, so forth and so on. So we teach people how to do that. Also, how to actually um, open up a practice and how to put a practice together, you know, because I've been doing this for, you know, about 15 years, you know. So um, we can teach them the exact same thing, you know, as far as, um, you know, the Reiki and pranic killing and how to put that together. So it's a certification course that you offer. Huh? It's a certification course that you offer. Right, right. They get certified in Reiki 1, 2, and 3, Pranic Healing, Qigong, right, and Herbology. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, is it physical material that you mail out, or is everything online and, and interactive um, Everything online? is online. Um, um, PDFs, um, we have the books um, for classes. We send them to you during the, um, three months. Um, you read them at your leisure, you know, um, you come to class, we practice, we practice, we practice. That's the main thing about our class is that we go into the practicality of everything and teach people how to, um, actually, um, do these particular techniques. And are, are there online tests? To, to um, the test is you being proficient well, yeah. enough after the three months in order to, um, stand up to my questioning. Uh-huh. Like. <laughs> so 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 the test is you basically interview the person and you you, you shoot yeah. it to them. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because by like this that. time they have already they have already um you know, had Reiki one, two and three, they already been attuned um to those mm-hmm. particular levels. Um they're already mm-hmm. uh, a masters of um pranic healing, advanced and basic um, they already mm-hmm. know Qigong, you know, um, at least 
um, the various white crane Tibetan techniques in which I was taught by Master Sanyata, as well as also mm-hmm. um, taught to me by um, Prince Ramesses Abel Bay um, mm-hmm. with the Crown Prince of the Empire, Washtor D. Doug Demonia. So, um, you know, if they can stand, you know, me scrutinizing them, you know, um, then then that's a good thing. Right, right. I can dig it. That's how I do my Kabbalah online course. I, I, I say a letter, you got to tell me the archetype or anything that's associated with it, you know, off the right. top of your brain so I can see how fast you're assimilating the information and not just, you know, going back to a textbook and putting the answer in on a piece of paper that don't tell me anything. I think right. Let's talk about love for a second, man. Let's backtrack. How did you and Kadira meet, man? How long y'all been together? Um, we've been together uh, 15 years. Um, mm-hmm. um, actually, your brother um, came to me and said, man, I know the girl that you need to meet right now. I said, yo, son, I'm on a um, sabbatical right now. Um, I was already, mm-hmm. you know, up to like about eight months um, celibate, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I got over um, – <laughs> A relationship <laughs> earlier, you know what I'm saying. Right. I got over a relationship earlier, and so I was like, "Yo, uh, I need time for self." Um, that was in '88, '89. Uh-huh. Um, I started having classes on Fever State campus. We started putting out flyers. I started um doing a book called um a magazine called Armageddon, and also at that time mm-hmm. um I began for Frontline Magazine, um Brother Marcus Klein, as well as also um. For Ghetto Time magazine, um, you know, mm-hmm. around that time period. Um, my wife, uh, she didn't even um, know me at the time. Uh, her and her mom was making copies of my magazine called Armageddon, you know, which mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm bringing down esoteric information. I'm breaking down Illuminati slash, you know, what's going on, current events, you know, movies and mm-hmm. everything else. And mm-hmm. so, you know, no, now she didn't even know that I'm the one who made the um, book, but she and her mom is, you know, making hundreds and copies and passing out to us on campus. Mm-hmm. And so, um, only that I know, the brother came to me and said, "Yo, I got the female that you need to meet." And I was like, "Right, you know." And I'm say, "Yo, just come to class, you know, I introduce you." I said, "Okay, word." Um, I came to class, you know, um, first time. Um, I don't think he was there that day came back again, he was, um, but she wasn't there that day, and um, the last time, you know, um, we all met up in the library somehow, you know, we was upstairs on the second floor, reading books, and, you know, going over some, I, I guess we was getting, the, you know, get ready to get the classes going or whatever, you know, we was passing out flyers, but we was up on the, on the top floor, and um, she was downstairs in the library, um, portion of the um, computers, and, um, you know, I had several dudes to run down, you know, um, because she was dressing like in this purple, you know, saying like a goddess, you know, a goddess all up in here, you know. And, um, you know, I, I came down, you know, we started building, you know, and um, I introduced her, you know what I'm saying, to the class that we was getting ready to have, you know, every Wednesday at 8, you know, come on, check us out. And um, she started coming to classes. She was a father center at that time. And shoot, mm-hmm. I mean, half our class, and half our class was father percent you know, um, Sunni Muslims. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was always like, you know, the conscious always resonated with each other, regardless of the different um, ideology. We always was together, you know, hashing out this information, getting it in. And this is, you mm-hmm. know, 
This is people who was following, you know, uh, you know, we had the Wapians, you know, who was following that New York. You know, I came from out that school too, but we had five percenters, we had uh, you know, people who was following um uh Wafi Muhammad, you know, Sunni Muslims, mm-hmm. you know, um Bilalians, you know, and all of us would come together, you know, and um get class in and um get this information and you know, uh, about a year and a half later, you know, uh, we ended up hooking up, you know, in around 2000, and we've been together ever since, God. That's what's up, man. That's, that's real peace. That's yeah, real peace. Yeah, matter of fact, 2001 is when we opened up the um, bookstore. Um, July mm-hmm. 2001 is when we opened up the bookstore um, that you that mm-hmm. you um, came to. You know? Right, right, right. That's what's up, man. That's what it is, man. Anybody got any questions, you can press one. We've got the great Dr. Eileen Bay, who's in Columbus, Ohio, Sunday, February 23rd. I'll be in the building with the Orb Machine. That Saturday's in Cincinnati. And tomorrow, if you in Cleveland, all my Cleveland folks, you in Cleveland, um, Dr. Eileen Bay will be there. All right? So you can press one if you have any questions. And whatnot, man. <clears throat> so, the the the, the and I, sorry, everybody. We, we got to understand that the, the the art of or the science of manifestation and the law of attraction has everything to do with your mindset. It has everything to do with you being in optimal health. Because without health, there's no wealth. Without health, there's no life. You know what I mean? So it's hard to manifest some things if you are ill. All right, so that's why I had to go the health route. But if you got any questions, press 1. And, um, man, it's going to be phenomenal, man. we got somebody right here. Call her from the 910587. What's your name? Hey, 910587. Hey, um, how are you? Lana, good. How are you? Yeah, excellent. Good. Um, thank you for the service, and I want to say, hey, is it Dr.? I want to make sure I say your name correctly. Aileen. Aileen. I said mm-hmm. it wrong. I have, my question is, um, when this first started, um, Ampu said that you have people that you will set your, I don't know if you use the word aura or your energy. The person that I desire to be in my head is not what I show in my actions. And I do feel unbalanced. And I'm just wondering, like, what are the things that I can do to become the person that I know that I'm destined to be? However, I just simply don't know how to get there. You know, to share a good story with you, I've been doing mantras. I've been meditating. I've been doing everything, focusing on my health, my wealth, my finances, and my career. Out of the blue yesterday, my long-lost aunt called me, and she said she remembers something that I did for her, like, six, seven years ago, and she's going to send me a check next week because she's doing movies and doing all this other stuff, and she want to bless me. So I know that it's working, the things in my head. I know that I can manifest those things. However, when it comes to the action, I just don't know how to, like, how to get there. But I know right. Well, the first, thing you have to, the, first, the first thing you have to do is say what you want. That way it's concrete. That way you're doing what is called spelling. Um, you're producing a spell. So um, what you would need is a graphite pencil, of course, and um, mm-hmm. 
if you need to, um, some lamb skin or either what is called parchment paper or either um, resume paper, which is a uh, 1% cotton paper, bond mm-hmm. paper. And you have to, and you have to write down actually what you want, you know, mm-hmm. and then um, light a blue candle in which that symbolizes communication between you and the ethers in order to help manifest what you want into existence. That's just one ritual that you can actually do in order to help um, manifest what you want even quicker. Um, if you need um, finances, then, of course, a gold candle is even better than a green candle. Some people want oh, to use yeah. green candles. No, you use a gold candle when you want finances because, just like you said, your aunt, um, it was seven years ago, but she remembered you did something for her, so now you're getting some money. That's a gold candle um, type of um, situation because money in which that is owed to you or which is long overdue comes to you when you um, light a gold candle. So that means that you tapped into the gold candle um, frequency, which is actually the crown chakra um, at that time. Each candle symbolizes a particular um, aspect of your chakra system. Red symbolizes the root chakra, orange, the navel chakra, yellow, the um, solar plexus, green, the heart, blue, light blue, the throat, um, indigo, the third eye, the crown um, is purple, violet, or white, or gold. So... But once you have, you know, uh, understanding of these particular Excuse colors, me, I'm sorry. Different. I can't hear you. It's like you're breaking. It's like every word is like a break in what you're saying. Can you hear me now? I can hear you, but it's like you can't hear me now. It's, it's real weird. Choppy. It's very choppy. Yeah, you're breaking up too. Talk again, I mean. I don't know. You're right. I, I'm, I'm hearing y'all sound choppy too now. I can hear somebody can. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. You're not talking. You can hear me. Okay, cool. Cool. Now my problem is I can't see the studio. (laughs) Well, now you. I'm trying to think. Is it me? Because now you're kind of like choppy again. Yeah, and well, I've been sitting in the per- same spot for the last, like, hour or so. No, I can hear you perfectly fine. Yeah, now you're good to go. But I'm actually having a, um, like I'm having a blog talk era because now I can't even get in. Hmm. Yeah, I can go to other websites. Hold on, let me see.
Yeah, blog talk is bugging. <clears throat> I can't even get in the studio right now. Their website is like down. But how am I talking to you if we're not on blog talk? Well, you can call in, obviously. I mean, we we in oh. we in on the call in portion, but the website itself is, is not even accessible to me. I know people can hear me, but my problem is I can't see my switchboard, which means um, I can't even open up Dr. Eileen's line. Hold on, I'm gonna try to get back in here again. Let me go back to the studio and get to the main I have a page. Question for you. Why? Yeah, why? Sure. why? Mm-hmm. Everybody can hear me? Probably, but go ahead. I can hear you. <laughs> I'm trying to book my flight to come down for next month, but which airport do I fly into? I've never been to Louisiana. So when mm-hmm. I when I put in my when I do my flight it's like Louisiana, like five airports come up. I don't know which one I'm supposed to put, so you know what? Somebody else asked me that. I thought it's um Keisha um, probably because I was bugging Keisha about it. It was um, the New Orleans. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. I think it's the Louis Armstrong one. Um, but you know what? Let me let me call the hotel and double check the shuttle. Um, but I, yeah. I think it's the New Orleans International Airport because a lot of people. Yeah, because don't have me coming somewhere because y'all don't have to come get me. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's all good if we do. Sometimes we got to do that. But uh, no, I, I believe it's the, it's, the, it's the Louis Armstrong International Airport. A lot of cities okay. go by international on the airports. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely come, come on down. It's gonna be a magical time. Yes, I look forward to coming. I look forward to meeting Keisha. I cannot wait. She's like a blessing. Mm-hmm. You all are. So. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, folks. Blog talk won't let me in. I can't sign in. I can only get to the. I can only get to the home page. That's literally it. Let me I heard that. Could you hear that? No, I, I didn't hear it. Did you say something else? Oh, okay, yeah. No, it's only 90 seconds left. Um, the call-in portion is live, but I can't even end the show, man. I don't know what's going on. I can't even. Maybe that's a good thing, because I've I've thoroughly enjoyed it tonight. So I've definitely learned a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I was trying to pick up on his website. Um, it was kind of yeah. fast. Let me run so it down. You say... you only got ninety seconds. Yeah, I got you. Um, it's Doctor D R Aline A L I M B B E Y Doctor Aline. It's Doctor Aline L E L. DrAlimLBay.com. Again, he's in um, Friday, tomorrow, he's in Cleveland, Ohio at Little Africa, which is at 8616 Superior Avenue, everybody. Saturday, he's in Cincinnati at the Silly Museum and Institute. And then Sunday, he's over in in Gozies in Columbus. All right. So it's a three day tour that kicks off tomorrow. In Ohio, man. So if anybody in the area, you can get there, be there. You can always hit me up at myastrologycoach.com. On my Facebook is Noble Ampu Galileo. All right. So we only got a few seconds left, man. I apologize for the technical mishap, but we are in the Mercury retrograde. And that was interesting that you said your aunt called you out of the blue. 
So that's that retrograde type of effect. So we, we, we're in the Mercury retrograde, and it's likely that we had these kind of mishaps. And um, and that's really it, man. But since it's just me and you now, so you're my co-host. I have a question. Good. I have one more question mm-hmm. for you. Ever since I joined this network, I've never really fully understand or appreciated the presence of a full moon. I was driving home. I don't know where I'm from. I don't know. I was coming from somewhere, but I probably getting something to eat a Saturday night or something like that, and the moon was uh-huh. full, and it was like an mm-hmm. orange, whitish color, and I just took it all in, and I, I can't explain the feeling I had with that full moon, but it's something mm-hmm. that I've never had in my life experiencing a full moon before. I appreciate it. I valued it. What, I mean, mm-hmm. does that mean anything, or well, is it just like, hey, well, no, it always means something. Anytime you, you, you make an observation, again, you can experience a feeling from it. It always means something. Um, that full moon was interesting because it was the um, Valentine's Day. That, that's when that full so moon you, was. That's when it was, Friday. so you start to. Right. Okay. You start, right. Okay. And it was the Valentine's Day full moon in Leo. And uh, it's, it's interesting because February, that was the only moon phase that we had. We had two new moons in January, which was rare. And then mm-hmm. no new moons in February, and only one full moon. So, yeah, it was just a Leo full moon that um, that took place that dealt with love and romance, and, and and I like the moon in that position right there. It's very, very, very personal when it gets right there. So a lot of people would be able to see it, and and I think it also it balances out the ages. And what I mean by that is. We in the Aquarian age, the polar opposite is Leo, so therefore when the moon is over there, the moon is just reflecting the, the, the polar opposite energy that balances this place out. So you see all the lion symbolism with the Sphinx and Egypt and all that good stuff. And so it was just it was a cosmic it was very cosmic, very, very cosmic alignment that day. So I think the key is to, to understand your birth chart and look what Leo is for you and your birth chart, what house that sits in, and identify where in your life is this energy filtering into. Cool. Well, thank you very much. Is it over with now? Mm-hmm. Not, not that I want to it, go, but it, it, I don't no, man. I mean, it's, it's, you're my co-host now because I, I can't get in the studio, so I can't open up nobody's lawn. <laughs> I, can't, I can't really get yeah, in. I can, I can go on with my questions for days about how my life has just, everything has just went, like, for the better. I think more so, I can go on. So if you, if you want me to stop, you better tell me to stop because I can go no, on. Go just, I just oh. think it's, it's, it's more so from the meditation. Mm-hmm. I feel... I feel weird, like, my candles, I, I don't have any more white candles, and I went to Dollar Journal, they didn't have any. Walmart, I forgot to get them. That's neither here nor there. But when we was on the phone, and the minute, mm-hmm. like, both of you guys clicked off, mm-hmm. I believe in spooky stuff like that, but something in my laundry room went, like, clink, clink. It was, I was just like, is this a coincidence, or what is going on? I can say that my dreams are very vivid. You know, when I talked to Keisha about my dreams, she said, you know, go on to, you know, dreammoves.com, and it will interpret everything for you. Um, Case in point, just I'm not that type of person that brag and boast, but I I had bought this this purse, this expensive purse, 
and I was mm-hmm. so excited about the purse coming, and I had a dream that, you know, I was in that store, and I was like, well, what about if I return the purse? And they was like, well, we don't take weekend bags back. So when I Googled dream moves, what my purse meant, it meant that I was trying to fulfill um, it meant that I was trying to fulfill a part of me or make people accept me based on materialism. So ever since then, I prayed about the detachment from things like that. I can't explain it. I sent the bag back, and I've never felt, like, more freedom. And I think mm-hmm. that's the difference in my growth from when I started when I first learned about you guys in October until now is the level of freedom that I have in my life and also the freedom to control my destiny. You know, I can't really explain that. How did you get to us? How did you hear about us? Well, actually, um, I went to visit my best friend in New York, and she was like, you know, you should talk to Keisha. You know, I had a reading. She's the truth. I was like, you know, whatever. So I went up there like the 19th, and my birthday was on that Wednesday, the 23rd. And, you know, it was always something. I couldn't get Keisha. We was out and about. And then when I came back the night of my birthday, I was able to speak with her. And then ever since then, you know, she told me about the network. I was kind of skeptical at first mm-hmm. about everything because I, I, I grew up, you know, a Baptist Christian. So I was just kind of skeptical mm-hmm. about everything. And then the more I talked to her, the more comfortable she made me feel, the more I started, you know, meditating and truly becoming one with myself, I began to open up more. So, Mm -hmm. you know. She opened you up. (laughs) She she definitely assisted me in Mm -hmm. my path and my journey. And I think it was more so her giving me the necessary guidance. And just to explain another, I told you you got to not tell me to open up because I will open up. No, so another ahead, thing, <laughs> another thing is, um, I just spoke up. I just spoke up with my boyfriend, and it was the weekend before Valentine's Day, and I was there, and I, I, my intuition was going crazy. I felt like it's not right. You know, I, I physically couldn't mentally give him me because I knew I couldn't put my finger on it, but I knew something wasn't right. So I remember that morning I prayed. I'm like, Lord, you know, if this is the man for me, then, then make it, is it true love or is it an illusion? We got up, we went running, we did whatever we did. We came back, the Lord showed me a sign. From then on, the person that I am today, based on my spirituality, would have never been able to walk away from this long-term relationship, the way I was able to walk away with my dignity, with my pride, and be like, you know what, I have and I expect so much more for myself. So mm-hmm. with that being said, I just started listening. I, I hear him more. I don't know if he's a he or she, but I hear more. Like, you know what I'm saying? This mm-hmm. ain't right. Go this way. Walk this way. Listen, I hear the still voice that I was unable to hear before because my mind was clogged. So much other stuff that just did not matter. When's your birthday? Okay, I'm done. I'm tired of talking. No, I'm talking about October 23rd. October 23rd? I talked to you before. You probably don't remember. What, what year were you um, born? 1980. 1980. 1980? Yeah. I, I what time were you born? What time in the city? Um. Uh, 
I was born in Laurenburg, North Carolina, and I, I want to say I was born like 6.30-something in the morning a.m. Mm-hmm. It was like 6.34, mm-hmm. something like that. Were you called the radio show before? I, yep, I did. I talked to you one afternoon, one Sunday. But it, you're a zero degree Scorpio, but it's interesting because somebody on Facebook had just posted something about intuition and Scorpio. How Scorpios know the future already. Some some little quick comment they made that was talking about the power of intuition and Scorpio frequency, which is very true. Um, it's very 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 true. But you you had that genius marker too. Um, just to let you know, you definitely got a genius marker. Where what does um, that mean? Well, what it means is astrological terms. Uh, I give it to you because I think you you is going to unfold on you when you'll go back and you're researching. You were born with the planet Mercury and the planet Uranus very close to each other. In technical terms, this is called a conjunction. And Uranus is a planet that represents our geniusness, and Mercury represents our logic and how we think and process things on a mental level. In um, all forms of communication, and when these planets are very close together or in a direct line of space, because that's what's actually taking place here, um, it, it's just a powerful influence from the mind where someone can become extremely bright. This is this is a high IQ. Somebody's just just really extremely brilliant, and Uranus oftentimes get overlooked, but it's highly intuitive. It's flashes of intuition that comes in. And it's these sudden bright ideas, but these sudden sparks that come from the divine world to get you to open up your pineal gland in the sense where you can have um, spiritual vision and whatnot. So you're definitely gifted. And, 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 you know, the day before your birthday, you know, the sun was in Libra. So you are the gatekeeper to the Scorpio frequency because Scorpio that year in 1980, started on your birthday. Anything before that, like I said, is in a total different constellation. So you're the gatekeeper. Hmm. You are what we will call the scorpion queen. You are that. You can say that. You know what I mean? Because hmm. now on there, you were born with two other planets there. So you have a total of three planets in the Scorpio frequency. So you can literally say you are the scorpion queen. Um so I just wanted to see, and then you also have some psychic markers too. So I mean, I would think that somewhere along the line, in one of those readings with Keisha and/or on the radio, um, we had to talk about a psychic gift that you have, a spiritual gift. She dreams, did. She told me something. that. Something like that. She told me that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, those are. See, so you have Saturn there too, which tells me you probably got a gift from your father's side of the family. <gasps> But oh but also, um, yeah, you got a gift from your father's side of the family, but it's something that you have been, because Saturn represents reluctancy and sometimes even fear. Um, you have to overcome your own fear and your own reluctancy just to tap into that ability. And once you do, 
you'll be extremely successful in your endeavors, and you'll be around, you'll be here to stay. Just simply meaning Saturn is an energy that gives you power to physically um, build things in this dynamic of, of, of life that withstands anything, you know what I mean? So this is not, uh, some people do spiritual things and it's just inwardly, but this allows you, this is not necessarily an inward expression. This is an expression that allows you to physically build buildings, literally. Um, so you highly gifted. You highly gifted. Excuse me, I have a question. How mm-hmm. do I develop that? Because Keisha told me the same um, thing. She told me it was on my yeah. father's side, and then the other day she told me I was, um, my intuition is, is crazy off the radar. I, that wasn't her exact words, but that was paraphrasing it. Yeah. No, 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 no. It, it is. Um, one, thing, one thing you do is you've you already done it because you say you can hear the voice and you follow that voice. The, the, the best thing is, is to really follow spirit. It's like when when Aline was talking earlier and he mentioned him, I meant asked him about food and he said the key is to really pay attention to how the food makes you feel and and, and mm. that energetic exchange will tell you if the food is healthy for you or not. It's the same thing with intuition. The intuition is is following that hunch. And what I wanted to get into before I cut off is also knowing the law of correspondence. Divination systems such as tarot, such as astrology are um, tools that deal with correspondence to tell you why it is the way it is. Um, mm-hmm. But it only it only proves what it is. You see what I'm saying? My, my, my point is you already had a gift, so you ask a question, you got an answer, and then you made a decision. Now you say, you know what, I'm going to dedicate myself to paying attention and following that inner voice that I know that guides me. So you're already doing it. Just continue. That's that's the best thing that you can ever do. Anything else is just, uh, and it's not a bad thing, but anything else is just um, theory on how you can sharpen your sharpen sharpen your sword. And there's so many techniques that I can't even begin to really start. You know, it's so oh, wow. from meditation to the mantra mm-hmm. to taking the tarot class to taking the astrology course. You know, it's, it's so much stuff. But a lot of your gifts, I don't want you to get stuck in the realm of uh, a person like you, I wouldn't even teach astrology. I got this thing where I don't teach psychic astrology. Um, people, people like you can see into a reality without necessarily having to use forms of divination. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you, you were born, you just know. It comes to you. You know. And that's the only thing you got to do is just keep on following that voice. So that's how you perfect it. That's that's gonna be the ultimate teacher because life experiences teach us the best things, you know. It's all about mm-hmm. the experience. You know, Keisha told me about the what is it? What is the the university? I wanted yeah. to sign up for that. I wanted to sign up for that and take that. She told no. me about that, no. and that was something yeah, I would I'm, definitely be interested yeah. in doing. I told her that. No, I see your I see your birth chart. <sighs> I would, I, I would. I don't know. I, I see it. I, I would, but there's a part of you that don't necessarily have to go through it. But mm-hmm. it's a part of you that have to go through it just to get some formal things under your belt. But you're really born with the gift. So let's keep doing what you're doing. Keep I'm going. just in a state of awe. Oh. I don't think yeah, anybody can hear it. No, they can hear it. 
if I can hear you, everybody else can hear you because we're on the radio. Yeah, I just find it so when I go back to it and I think about things, like you might say, I don't hope you don't think this is silly, but I used to, not that this is any comparison to what we were doing, but I have always, always been attracted to the unknown, like the, yeah, that's the just Scorpio the unknowns. Thing. Yeah, yeah just the unknowns, Scorpio. like. Scorpio. I have always, the Scorpio is the realm I, of the unknown. It's, um, that's the ability to communicate with dead people. That's that's forensics. That's investigation. You can be a private investigator for the police. You can be you can be a detective. You can you can literally be a coroner. You can be this paranormal ghost hunter in the graveyard. Uh, I don't want to do that stuff though. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no. I'm just, I just gave you these different examples of how deep Scorpio can go. Uh, you know, that's but scary. Uh, it, I don't want to do it, that. It can. It can. Well, it may only. Hear you because you're extremely sensitive to that energy, and, yeah, and it's something it, that can, you, you you can pick up on. You know, see, I remember, remember like you said. Yeah, I remember like said, one time whoop. being. I'm go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I just remember one time I was I was young. I, I think I had to be a teenager. I was in uh, my godparents who raised me. I was in their home and something was just like I can hear the footsteps coming up to me and it stopped. Yeah. Or right. I can be asleep and something I will feel like would jump in the bed and would hold me and would paralyze mm-hmm. me. And I used mm-hmm. to have to say, like, Jesus, 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 to get this mm-hmm. stuff off me. Ever since I've mm-hmm. been dealing with, with with this realm of my spirituality and feeling protected spiritually, I don't deal with those things anymore. It doesn't haunts mm-hmm. me to go to sleep. Like, I'm not afraid to be like, is tonight going to be the night that that thing is going to jump up on me again? Like, that's how mm-hmm. I used to, like, go to, I used to be afraid to go to sleep because it's like something would come right. and, like, would haunt right. me. And I, I don't know what those things are, but that used to happen to me a lot. Mm-hmm. Because, and see, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, remember, you're telling us to clear our lines, and then you saying you hear some noise in the laundry room. See, it was it was your phone call that actually started the, the disturbance <laughs> in the line. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't I like I don't I pay attention to everything. Like everything, like all kinds especially when it comes to what's perceived to be interference, I know that it's a spiritual communication that's actually taking place and I just gotta note that. But is that so a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah, yeah, it's good because we're talking about we need to recognize our we just need to recognize the spiritual phenomenon that we're associated with, and that, and that's that's always a good thing, because we're talking about we're talking about you heard something at the same time we have to clear our lines, and then we now we get into you have a history of uh, with three planets in Scorpio. Scorpio represents the dead, and then you had or the unseen. You had this ability or experience in your life where forces are energy people in different in a different life form come and and communicate with you. So that becomes important, you know. So yeah, it's it's all good. You know, uh, because you 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 you're a priestess and you have a marker in your chart too um that denotes that in this lifetime it's paramount that you always tell the truth and you're not allowed to be uh you're not allowed to tell lies in this lifetime. And it's kind of like some of your karma is about, um, um, uh, it's kind of like 
you got the aura that you was a part of a priesthood in the past, but the priesthood that you was a part of was a part of some type of scandal. So it may not necessarily be you who was the scandalous one on the spiritual level, but it was something that you was a part of wasn't 100% clean. So you incarnated back in this realm, this go around to actually have the same, to have spiritual markers of ascension and clairvoyant energy. However, you're going to have to work hard at obtaining it, and then you should also do something. Um, some some of the best ways to work off your your well, let's just say negative karma will be helping elderly people that's in hospitals, um, donating physical time. Um, mm-hmm. to, to that type of to that type of setting, and then you can ultimately, in the long run, you can set up some type of foundation that is geared to help elderly people in hospice type of situations. You know what I mean? So that that's how you work that energy off. Now that's just so ironic that you say that. I was re- I'm reading this book called Live Your Happiest by Shannon such and such, and in that book the other night it was like you know you need to go through your closet. And I have a pile of stuff, stuff, shoes, clothes, designer, everything. I have a huge pile of stuff that I'm taking to Goodwill. I have so many DVDs, everything that I basically pretty much haven't really used in a year other than my mm-hmm. favorite items. Like, you know how you don't use your favorites all the time. Anything that, that's not my favorite and I haven't used in a year, I'm, all, I'm donating everything to Goodwill, charity, mm-hmm. organizations. It's amazing that you say that. It's it's. I wish I could take a picture and send it to you right now because it's in my closet. Okay, I just told a lot. It's on the outside and it's in my bedroom. But. <coughs> no, no, that, that's what it is. That's what it is. But um, yeah. hold on, stay right there, man. We cleared that up. You know, we, we cleared that up. So stay, stay right there. Call up from the three three seven two five one. Can you hear me? Three three seven two five one. You there? Um, yeah, hey, Ample, this is Naima, like, I don't know why hey, this hey, happened because <laughs> I didn't press one, like, I don't know yes, why this keeps happening, <laughs> huh? Yes, you did, we pressed well, one. Well, purp- not on purpose, but, you know, um. Oh, I'm texting Naima now. Okay, go ahead, Naomi. You ain't had nothing? It was an accident? That's what you want me to believe? Huh? You said it was an accident. That's what you want me to believe? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, right, oh, right. okay. I'm like, I'm not lying about that. Okay. I'm messing with you. It's all to be good. It's all to be good, man. We only got a few minutes left. Um... Any anybody got any questions? You can press one real fast, man. The doc had rolled out, man, because we had technical difficulties. So I apologize about that. But a few of y'all still on. But uh, definitely, if you got any questions, press one. Um, this is a website, like I said, been a prominence. We got some new up called the Neuron Network, which is phenomenal stuff, man. Really, really phenomenal. Where you can um, play these interactive games to increase your mind power. That's what it's about. It's all about. It's all about uh, mind power. Oh, and what I didn't say is, matter of fact, mark your calendars, man, for, what is, what is that, March the 8th. Yes, 
March the 8th, we're going to do an online presentation at 8 p.m., a tribute to Bobby Hemmett. Um, and, and, you know, we've been running the Toel Love Fund where we pay people's bills. We've been doing that for over two years now. And um, we're just going to use the proceeds from the online lecture from the Toel Love Fund to, um, from the lecture to actually donate to the Bobby Hemmett Love Fund. If anybody don't know, the great master teacher Bobby Hemmett, look him up on YouTube. He's a genius. He, he is definitely... Um, the chosen one to help, you know, who has enlightened so many people. But early last year, Brother Bobby had suffered a stroke, and then obviously he recovered. So the proceeds go to to Bobby, to the Bobby Love Fund, just to help out and, and you know, facilitate in his successful rehabilitation. So this is a tribute to the master. This is going to be off the chain because... This is when we go in our bag and we actually pull out all of the magnificent things that we've done um, through the law correspondence, which is my personal favorite law, because it's about show and prove, you know what I mean? So, um, man, we got so much stuff, man, so much stuff, man. It's just, it's just, you know, man, listen, man, it, it, it's, it's off the chain. I can't even, like, this is like a movie. It's off the chain, man. I, I want to say, I'm going to blow the whistle on something real fast, that, um, you know, it's a fact that when we went to Grandfather Mountain, we put the work in on the American flag, and it's a fact that four days later, a bald eagle named Isis died. That's a fact. Now, the prime minister, where he work at right now, he's a mailman in the city, there are eagles on his route right now as we speak, literally. Now, I know the eagles are really only popping up. Uh, all male routes, they're on his route, but they only popping up because it has everything to do with his magnetic field that's opening up a portal. Now, I had a theory, and I shared this today with my partner. So big shout-out to NeverGetAVirusAgain.com. If you got a PC and you got virus issues, Hit my people up, nevergetavirusagain.com for the life of the computer. That's literally a copyright. Other computer companies cannot promise that. And they cannot say that. Phrase, literally. Uh, that's that's a real thing. Like I've had this computer since 2000 and what? 2009, I've been having the same computer, and I ain't never, I promise you, I never once had a virus on this computer. And if you get one, you, you know, it's for the life of the computer guarantee. But anyway, um, telling them how... Owls and these birds, some, sometimes when you see them, if you've got relationships with a certain species of bird, you always see in a, a hawk or something like the red-tailed hawk is my total. Um, sometimes they don't, it's not, these, these are not neighboring birds that just happen to appear out of a tree or something. These, these birds can come out of portals. They can come out of different dimensions. I qualify it in the sense of cartoons. When you remember He-Man, um, um, sorceress used to have this falcon-like gown on, and sorceress was known to open up portals and appear, and she was very psychic and clairvoyant. Well, the, the proof of it was when Keisha, and I got the picture, and I showed it at this lecture last Sunday I did in Columbus. Um, Keisha had, a, in broad daylight, there was an owl hooting in her backyard in a tree. And she took a picture of the owl, two different pictures, and in both pictures there was a bright white light in the tree and the other one's on the side of the tree. 
but especially the second picture I have when the bright light is right behind the owl, you're not going to tell me that that owl don't know that light went in there, and you're not going to tell me that that owl didn't appear from the portal. Now, anybody that know anything about what they call magic, if you go Google Merlin the mage, you will see that uh, Merlin was always depicted by having an owl with him. So owls are always been known as just totems of what we call the magical experience. You know what I'm saying? So the owl popped out with a bright white light next to it. So sometimes this experience is you can have dimensions that bump into dimensions. You know what I mean? That that happens. That that literally can happen. And I give you a physical place you can Google right now. It's called the Oregon Vortex. Google that. Look it up on YouTube. It's a house that's out in Oregon where you can literally stand a broom up and stand up by itself. And they literally, you can see a ball and roll the ball. The ball will actually roll uphill versus downhill. So it's a vortex of energy where it's an interference from one dimension to the next dimension, all right, or what we will more properly call a magnetic anomaly. And Serpent Mound is one of those places in Ohio that's a magnetic anomaly, meaning if you take a compass there, you can't even get a true compass reading because it's just a magnetic influx of energy. Um, that's just so powerful that you can't you can't get a compass reading. All right, so this stuff is very 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 real. We do this tribute to Bobby Hammett. Uh, we about to pull out some of the best materials that 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 the world has ever seen. Seriously, seriously, this, this is no joke. This is this is this is. You go to a serpent mound four days later a snake Egyptian cobra come out missing. And then next thing you know, you go on a radio show, talk about you've been to the mountaintop, and then two hours later, an earthquake goes off right by the mountain. Stone Mountain is 33 degrees north of the equator. Lincolnton, Georgia is 33 degrees north of the equator. You see what I'm saying? Like spiritual symbolism is coming back, and you're creating earthquakes, literally. I'm going to show you this time and time and time again. Going to show you un, just going to show you undeniable proof. And the, and the title of it is God is Real. And that's the truth of the matter. God is Real going to actually show you the power of the Creator, especially when our collective thoughts tune in. So it's so much case study that we have. Some stuff we can't even go. Man, it's something there. You can't even tell you certain stuff. You know what I mean? Because some of you wouldn't even really understand it because you got to look at the news like it's uh, a movie. That's how you got to look at world news. Everything you see in your reality, for real, for real, everything you see in your reality is a movie and it's coming from the divine world. You got to understand the spiritual symbolism. So I remember like today I was talking to Minister Jew when we was talking. We was building so hard on something and it was like, uh, uh, like some type of uh, like a white guy. Um, that was kind of like in shorts or like a hobo type of thing just happened to pop up on the scene. And he's like, man, let's see, that's how the angels roll. They, they, they take on the disguise and morph into something that you think is weird and strange or something that you don't even mess with just to see, just to test your character and your morality about certain stuff. So like I told people, 
uh, in this Sunday lecture that I just did in Columbus that physical identification is good because you have to go off of that, but we got to get to a point where you have to learn how to identify the spirit of a person. That is very important because the spirit of a person, somebody slipped past you just because they physically look like you, but the spirit of the person don't vibe with you. That's not really good. That that's called that's called the Malcolm X get your hands out my pocket and next thing you know you've been assassinated or somebody then poisoned you or something because on the physical aspect they look like you and you went for that. But on the whole spiritual level, you know, it wasn't even about that. You see what I'm saying? So we gotta learn how to differentiate between the physical and spiritual components when we're dealing with folks real quickly. All right. So I'll take one more call and then I'm out of here. I ain't going to hold y'all. 312-888, what's happening? Hey, what's up, man? Poo? This is uh, Justin. What up, Justin? Please, what's good? Not much, man. I, I just had a uh, question um, I had thought about before, and I was just thought it came to mind watching the movie um, uh, Perseus. And, they, you know, they, they're supposed to be with uh, um, sons and daughters of God. And I was just trying to relate that as far as, like, us here in this physical world. It's kind of like the same thing, you know what I mean, as far as along with the Zodiac and everything. You know, each one of them have an influence upon you. And, you know, you have certain attributes or certain um, – each person, each individual has certain um, attributes or, or abilities to do. Could you – I mean, is, is there some similarity? No, there ain't no similarity. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, ain't no similarity. Listen, don't never second guess that shit. That is real. Okay. That's exactly okay. what it is. Exactly what okay. it is. Okay. Everybody, see, this is the thing. The spirit world, we call it the spirit of film, they have put out, for the film industry spiritually will put out movies to awaken you. They ain't movies that no. I'm talking about. All the movies ain't about, like, you know, tricking you and, 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 like, sometimes the intelligence of the ancestors and the spirits is so wise that they have to use what appear to be a Jewish person to create a movie to jog your memory, to wake you up for you to tap into your superpower. So, yeah, that that's what it is. So I'm glad you said that because that made me think of something. Um, um, we are all avatars. And I wrote a post on Facebook a little while ago, probably like a month ago, where you need to understand what element you are. And some of us are balanced and we can work with certain elements. But the way you determine that is not based off you just being a Scorpio, you being an Aquarius. That's just dealing with where the sun was at when you were born. What we really have to look at is the planets in totality. And we call that the psychological profile. We learn that like in week three of our astral course which is real simple is the only thing you have to do is look at the ten planets that we count in astrology um, and look at the zodiac signs they were in when you were born. So each zodiac sign represents an element. So therefore, you just sit up there, and astro.com, it shows you this. It'll say it's a box. It'll say F-A-E-W, fire, air, earth, water is what it stands for. And you count the number of planets that you have in the four elements the most amount of planets, which means the most or the most amount of elements, tells you the element that you're like that you should be working with. So if you fire, you're the one that deal with the fire. You can light the incense. You can deal with the setting the fire and whatnot. Those of us who got air 
air is the one who deal with the incense or the one who are speaking and dealing with the prayer, per se. Those who are water avatars, you are the one who pour the libations and, and anoint people with the with the oils and things. Um, and those of us who are earthbenders, um, you are the one that can bury things on the earth and, and, and set, the, set the altar up, you know, prepare the sacred space. You see what I'm saying? So we have wow. to become familiar with the total amount of elements that we make up because one thing is for sure that I prove when we look at astrology just we know this. We know that the human body is responding to events based off of uh, 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 space. And what I mean by that is if I say, hey, Justin, Mars is in opposition to your son, so I'm going to need you to be easy because you're going to get in an argument with somebody today. And you get in an argument with somebody. How, how did you get in an argument with somebody? Is it because Mars is in opposition to the sun? No. You know why? Because guess what? The sun in the sky is not where it was when you were born, right? It's not right there right now, nine times out of ten. So really Mars is in opposition to a point in space or where the sun was when you were born, and Justin is having an experience based off a geometric angle to a point in space. So in all actuality, you are reacting off space, which means then your physical body must be composed of stardust, which we know because the human body has light. So we have a cosmic space suit that deals with these constellations of space. And then we say in medical astrology, we know that Aries is the head, Taurus is the throat, all the way down to Pisces, even in the feet. So we know that the body is composed of uh, certain regions that deal with the constellations, right? So once we become active in knowing what element we work with and we can understand this cosmic space phenomenon, I think the next phase is we, we have to understand the cosmic will. And the cosmic will is when you look at a birth chart, uh, Aquarius, since we're in the Aquarian age, Aquarius should be, I think, an Aquarius should be on the, on the AC. Uh, and what this looks like is this. Aquarian is the first order of the day. It's the rise of sun. It's the personality. Uh, it's how you get things done. It's the house of action, which means Pisces is on the second house. The spirit, so anybody that got strong Piscean influence in the age, I'm giving you a will of the age. This is the age. Mm -hmm. Pisces is how we all really should be getting money in this age, which comes the way of spirituality, prayer, things like that. And then when we move over to the next zodiac sign, Aries, our communication is Aries. That's who should be talking and, 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 and leading the form of communication and stuff. And, and talk really should be aggressive at this particular age because it's Aries right here. And then the fourth house is Taurus, which is real estate investments. It's a big, big, big real estate investments with Taurus on the fourth. Um, and then you just go out through all throughout this wheel, and then you move over to Gemini being on the fifth house cusp. So our children and communication and talking inside of romantic affairs and things like that. And we just go all throughout this particular wheel. And then once we know where we at in the wheel, um, a sun placement because it represents your personality, then you know what area of our life needs to be activated. 
which also tells us, too, that our relationships in this day and time need to reflect Leo because Leo is polar opposite of Aquarius. And then our career and what we're working at publicly in this day and age is secrets because Scorpio is on the Midhaven. So secrets is the secret order of government. It's very important for us to start to establish secret orders. That that I'm telling y'all, that is imperative. Mm-hmm. And 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 what we we're gonna do it in 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 in, in Columbus, uh, where the brothers host the uh, events at the uh, wonderful barbershop uh, barbershop off the hook man, doing lectures in it, um, teaching children how to play chess. It's called Ngozi. You know, we said, listen man, we're gonna have to form the Knights of in, the Knights of Ngozi, because in Columbus you have something called the Knights of Columbus, and then that's all, that's throughout the country. The Knights of Columbus mm-hmm. have seen nothing more than the Catholic order. So it's important for us to start to establish uh, secret fraternal orders with each other and start carrying out certain business and whatnot, man. But that's, to answer your question, that's very real. And, and I'm saying that to say that that's how you do it. You lay the map okay. out and you look at your cosmic, you look at your elemental makeup, man, and you know what you're working with, which also says, too, that, that your elemental makeup, could be different from your sign that you are. You know what I mean? So so, mm-hmm. so if I say Michael Jackson is a Virgo, but if I count all his planets, majority of his planets were in fire signs when he was born, and then majority of them were in the fixed modality. So I know that fixed fire is Leo. So therefore, Michael Jackson's psychological signature is Leo, although his person, personal birth sign was a Virgo. So when I look at Leo, it's classic. Children, Never Never Land, this big grown ass man got a Ferris wheel in an amusement park in his in his yard. <laughs> and walking around with a chimpanzee and he's talking about he wanna have sleepover with children. Because he's a Leo. Because he is a child. I don't even think he's a child molester, to be honest with you. He's a child. He ain't never been convicted of it, so he ain't he ain't one. So right. he's a he's a child. Why? Because his cosmic signature Despite him being a Virgo, he had more elemental makeup and fire, and it was fixed fire, which was the Leo modality. So a lot of us, just because we're a certain zodiac sign, we may not necessarily be exhibiting that sign to the fullest. And this is why, you see, when we don't notice, this is why when people be like, oh, I don't believe in that because, you know, they say me and Geminis don't get along, and Gemini, again, we cool. And the reason why this person get along with Gemini is because they probably were born with a planet in Gemini. So when they meet other Geminis, that become activated because they got two planets in the same line of space when they were born, and you can feel that with people. Mm. When we are attracted to somebody in any type of way, whether it's friendship, it don't even matter. When you got good vibes or even bad vibes, what you're really saying is there is a planetary connection between me and this person that I can physically feel. I like it or I dislike it, and that's what's taking place here. But all that stuff is real. The only thing you got to do is just activate your elemental makeup, and it's on a practice. Like, okay, and so like for mine, like I got mine is fire. I know my, you know my element is fire, and I got most of my planets are fire. It's like, like three Aries and three in um, Sag. And um, I yeah. think I may have told you before, um, like everybody in my immediate family, my mom, my dad, my brother. Uh, we're all fire signs. You know, my dad, my brother's a Leo, my dad's a uh, Sag, and my mom, she's Aries, and I'm an Aries. You know, and mm-hmm. all of us. And I, I guess I know for I know personally myself, 
my chart uh, has most of my planets in, um, in fire, in uh, fire uh, signs, being on three, like three in Aries and three in Sag. And uh, my brother, right. I pulled up his chart and looked at his, and he has. Um, and I, I want to ask you again, what does it mean? Like, he has all his, um, all of his uh, zodiac signs are falling on the wheel like it's supposed to. Aries, you know, in, in the order, Aries all the way up to Pisces. Uh-huh. Is yeah, that uh, all of it in Aries? No, no. I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying his wheel, his, his zodiac wheel falls how it should fall with Aries on the on the on the uh, eastern, you know, on the on the uh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So he got uh, right. He got yeah. a natural wheel. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. I like but, those. Well, the estimates. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I didn't, you know, I had pulled up his chart before for him and um. I didn't, you know, just to, just to see. You know, I was trying to do my family. I was trying to do my mom's too. I got to get her information just to see, just to look at it. And um, I didn't, you know, pay any attention to it until I was looking at it again. I'm like, oh, that is, all his stuff, you know, lines are perfect like it should, you know. And uh, but yeah. when you were talking about with the with the with the elements again, um, how how do you work with it? I mean, you say okay, you lighting candles or you burning incense. I mean, other than that. Right. You know, do 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 you pray with this? Should you should you recommend? Okay, person, absolutely. Praying with this. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. absolutely. So if you fire, man, you should like, you should be doing candle work. If you water, you can do what's mm-hmm. called an old technique of scrying, where you can put a bowl of water under the bed when you sleep, or a bowl of water and look into the bowl and talk into the bowl, pray over the bowl. You know, just work with the element. And any element you want to develop, too, you work with that element more. Because sometimes we have deficiencies. You know, a lot of times we're going, nine times out of ten we're going to have a deficiency because it's four elements and it's only ten planets. So, you know, what happened when somebody's born like me, you know, I'm like five planets deep in air. And then I'm three planets deep in fire. You know what I'm saying? So, therefore, I'm, I'm only, only got one in earth. You know what I mean? And I don't mm. have none and one in water. You know what I mean? Mm. So I'm I'm mm. deficient in water. I'm I'm masculine all day. I'm deficient in water and earth energy. Um so mm. I'm always with fire and air like fire and air is my thing naturally. You know. Mm-hmm. So if you deficient in those areas then you need to like for me then I need to work with earth and one of the best earth techniques I've seen is literally Standing outside barefooted on raw earth on the dirt type of thing is, is a tremendous grounding effect. Um, so working with the element that you are, you know, that you're deficient in uh, helps balance you out and whatnot. So, okay. you know, you can, this, is, this is about alchemy. This is all about you being able to morph inside of these different elements, which in the Kabbalah teaches you these are really different worlds. When you start, when you really start to analyze it, you're going into a whole different world with fire being the uh, the divine world and, you know, water being the more of the archangelic world and so forth, you know, so work, work well, with them. Funny you said it because that, that's the, like, the divine is always, like, I'm always talking about that, you know, trying to, I, I always visit in my mind as I'm just like going beyond what I can see and reaching out to something that's the that's the invisible, and I can be able to pull that mm-hmm. energy down or work with that energy, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got you. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Right. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. 
Yeah, no doubt, man. You got it, man. You got it, man. So, listen, man, I'm about to roll out on y'all. I'm going to bed tomorrow, Friday. What I got to do? Got to do a lot of stuff Friday, man. So um, it definitely was a pleasure. And check out the website, man. Make that Bobby Hemmings online presentation. You know what I mean, everybody, make that because I'm telling you, we're going to show you that God is real. And the way we get down in that mode, we're going to also show you that the God we're talking about is ready for a rumble in the jungle, literally, literally ready to rumble. And and the people just haven't called on God in such a manner. Um, but it's going down, man. It's, it's, it's going down. I got a phone call late this evening. Um, wanting me to pair up with some brothers and, and do some things, man. So the lecture I wanted to do called Black Star Power, um, and that's going to drive a lot of this stuff home for the forefront of consciousness, dealing with this information, man. So just stay abreast, man. Visit the website. Hit the events tab. Join us in New Orleans if you can. Make it happen. And click on the membership tab, man. And um, I'll see you all tomorrow if you all want free readings, man. Call in at 11.45 a.m. Eastern Time, sharp on the dot. All right? So with that, I'll leave you all in peace.